This is Workflow, episode 13. Workflow is the podcast that helps teams figure out the best way to work, collaborate, and get stuff done. Brought to you by Rindle. Hey everyone, I'm Tom. And I'm Brian. And we're the co-founders of Rindle. And this is our podcast, Workflow. Today we're talking about how spreadsheets kill your productivity. Awesome. Before we get into that, I would love to just touch on some things that are happening in Rindle. Yeah, one thing that's happening here at Rindle in our workflow is that we're starting to use mirrors um, in our product management workflow, uh, which is exciting because we're starting to test things out and just kind of look at different scenarios and how we'll use them and leverage them. Um, and so far it's really having a positive impact. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think we see, already see some places that we can improve, uh, improve upon things, um, like maybe a batch operation for actually creating mirrors, especially on subtasks. Um, but yeah, other than that, it, it's been really, really awesome. Yeah. And right now we have, you know, basically just the mirroring happening between like the feedback board. And then if it gets moved to, if there's a feature request on the feedback board from a customer, for example, we mirror it to the roadmap. So it remains on a feedback board and that reference stays there, but it can now start to move through the roadmap workflow. Uh, and then we're mirroring from the roadmap to the development board. Um, so all the context stays in place, even a bugs board that we have, we're mirroring those to the development board. So when we decide to fix bugs, uh, we can actually have them automatically, we're actually using automations, but we have them automatically mirror when we move that bug to the next phase in the process and it gets moved to the development board so it gets processed through the development cycle. So really cool, um, already having a real positive impact, like I said, uh, and even today I you know, was looking up a feature we were talking about and I was like, I think we have a, a, you know, a task for that already on, on the roadmap or somewhere. So I went to the dashboard, searched for it, found it, and it was on the feedback board actually. And you know, right from the dashboard, I moved it from you know incoming feedback to um, on roadmap because we were discussing implementing it. And because of all automations and everything we have set up, it from you know automatically mirrored right from there, uh, mirrored to the roadmap, all from not, me not leaving the dashboard, which was awesome. So no no um, extra legwork for me jumping between boards and tracking stuff down. Um, no extra data entry, copying tasks, duplicate tasks, all this stuff. Um, and it was done with one click, which is, I think, what we're setting out to do with automations and all the things we're doing. So it was really, really cool. Awesome. Uh, another thing that is happening actually um, at Rindle, which just occurred to me, is that we've actually been getting uh, a couple additional requests for uh, people wanting to meet with us to talk about their workflows and uh, potentially how they could best set up their workflow in Rindle, uh, which has been uh, uh, pretty pretty awesome, um, I think. It's always just good, even if you think you have a good workflow, to maybe get a second pair of eyes on it, a second opinion on it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's pretty awesome. I think that, shameless plug, like if, if you are uh, a user of Rindle and you do want to uh, <laughs> us to help you with your workflow at all, or just to, you know, second pair of eyes on it, uh, please feel free to, to reach out to us. And where should they reach out to, Tom? They can reach out to us um, at our voicemail, 860-577-2293, or email us at workflow at rindle.com. 
we're happy to happy to help. Yeah, and that kind of goes for everybody. If anybody has questions or anything like that, uh, use that voicemail number and email. Um, also, we love reviews, so uh, help us reach more people. Leave a review on iTunes, wherever you're consuming this podcast, uh, would be greatly appreciated. Awesome. Uh, on to the main topic. Uh, spreadsheets are killing your productivity. Yeah, so I, I think this is a great topic. I think there's tons of information about spreadsheets and, you know, why they're good, why they're bad. You can do a Google search and find tons of information. So I wanted to stay away from, you know, the do's and don'ts of spreadsheets. Um, but I did think that, you know, talking about a use case, a particular use case that I did with a, with a customer demo, a potential customer demo, um, where this person actually used spreadsheets in their business. Currently, they were looking for a solution to kind of ease some of the pains they were having. Um, and I found it interesting that, you know, with all this information out there on spreadsheets and, you know, spreadsheets obviously do have their functions, um, but there are people out there and teams out there who are still using spreadsheets to manage projects or various workflows. Um, so I thought it would be more interesting to kind of dissect this person's uh, workflow and their use of spreadsheets um, to talk about this topic instead of just looking at kind of the generic do's and don'ts. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that we just want everyone to be clear that we, we are big advocates of spreadsheets. We use spreadsheets on a weekly basis. We just don't use them for managing projects. Um, so this was really to, to talk about how uh, you might not want to use them to manage projects, not to not use spreadsheets at all. Cause I, I don't think we could, we could survive without spreadsheets to be honest. Yeah, no spreadsheets, you know, again, you know, we'll, we'll get into the reasons why we'll even get into some of the ways that we use them here at Rindle. Um, but you know, spreadsheets are a great tool. So, you know, we use them all the time, like you said, and um, definitely uh, a valuable asset to have. Um, cool. So let me kind of give the scenario for this customer demo. Um, this particular customer basically has a workflow that flows documents and content in for their various clients uh, through workflows of consisting of approvals and other things, copy editing, other things that have to be done to these documents. And then when they're done, they filter back out to the customer. Um, they're in the healthcare space. Um, and that's basically kind of their use case. So they are using spreadsheets right now to manage all of that work. And the way they're doing that is they have a spreadsheet for each customer. Um, so all of the documents that they're managing for each customer, the deadlines, all the due dates, who's working on what, all of those things. Um, and then they have an additional spreadsheet on top of that where they track priorities. So across all the projects, there's somebody in charge of saying, okay, well, today we have to tackle X, Y, and Z across these five customers. I'm going to now copy those tasks from those respective spreadsheets into the priority spreadsheet. So when everybody comes in the next day, they know exactly what priorities have to be worked on. Um, so they're using spreadsheets in a, in a couple different ways there. Um, but the way they're doing it definitely does mean that the same tasks you know, live in different multiple sheets, multiple spreadsheets, uh, because they are leaving them in the client project, right? In the client spreadsheet. And they're basically copying it into the priorities. So now that task lives in two different spreadsheets. Sounds, uh, it sounds like it probably initially was pretty awesome, but uh, as they're growing, it sounds like it could be a, a real pain to, to maintain this sort of structure. Yeah. And actually I think it's, that's a great segue to like, you know, why do they use spreadsheets? Um, but they actually have a PM solution house, which I was shocked to find out. So they do have something in house, um, but it's really just being used to track time um, for various reasons. I think they found it hard to use and whatever else was going on. Um, so 
even on top of having a PM solution that they're paying for and is available to everybody in the company, they still went with this, you know, spreadsheet uh, angle. So they're tracking time in this PM solution, but they're not tracking tasks in it? Correct. Because the task interface and everything like that, they found very clunky and hard to use. Huh. Um, and, and the spreadsheets was much easier. So the other, the other reasoning of why they're using them is because they're already using Google Sheets, right? So they're G Suite users. Um, they're already available, of course, to the whole company. Everybody generally knows how to use a spreadsheet, right? And that's how they put it. Like, well, it's kind of like a zero learning curve. You know, you can kind of create a spreadsheet, share it with people because Google Sheets is collaborative, which is, uh, you know, an upgrade from your typical old school spreadsheet that you email around, you know, and everybody can really pretty much get rolling with it pretty quickly. You know, and that was fairly easy for them to get up and running. Uh, it was low overhead. There's a tool they already had, no additional cash or output that they had to put in to, to acquire it. Um, and, and they got everything running up fairly, you know, with little, little roadblocks at least. Crazy. So, so what are the issues? So I thought it was interesting that they use these spreadsheets for their workflows. And they went into detail about kind of the reasons why they made this choice. So obviously, I think there's a thought process involved, you know, that goes into this that, hey, like we have this on hand, we have this on hand, what should we use and, and the decision made. Um, and then they quickly got into, well, you know, here are the issues we're facing because of this decision um, and using these spreadsheets. So the priority sheet that I talked about, that one sheet that kind of centralizes all the priorities into one place so everybody can see it in one, one sheet and not have to jump around a bunch of sheets, isn't connected in any way to the client sheets, right? So as I mentioned, the tasks are in different places. Uh, so basically they have an immediate problem of data disconnect. So they're copying and pasting it from one sheet to the other that automatically disconnects it. So as somebody works on it in the priority sheet, they say they check it off or go into the cell and say complete or whatever, however they were doing it, that doesn't trickle down anywhere, right? So they have to actually go to two sheets and mark it complete because they're not actually removing it from the priority sheet because they, people are trying to see status of what's going on from the priority sheet. Um, so that was a, a pretty big, big downside. Yeah, that sounds like a huge disconnect there. Yeah, and um, so... Moving tests around was, was another issue um, because they're constantly prioritizing them. Um, so moving even like a Kanban board or something like that, you know, prioritization top bottom or something like that. So as even on a priority sheet, there were priorities within the priorities, right? And they'd be moving things to the top of the sheet in order to say, this is next to be worked on. So just simple things like that, like copying the task, inserting a row, inserting that and pasting it in, um, it's just not easy, you know, as easy as some of the, you know, other systems or software that's out there to, to be able to do that. So it was just very time consuming and very manual. You know, that's really tells the whole story, right? Which is, you know, I did this demo, obviously, so I have all this background information, but, you know, between the demo, um, you know, why they use the spreadsheets and the issues that really kind of completes the story of what we're talking about here. Um, so the next thing to talk about is really like, you know, what are the downsides, you know, like just talking generally now, um, getting into the spreadsheet conversation about, hey, spreadsheets, you know, really hurt your productivity. Um, so from that whole scenario, like what are the real downsides of using spreadsheets? Um, and I think the first one is the spreadsheets are not designed to manage projects. Maybe simple checklists, maybe simple projects, really, really simple. Um, but they're really not designed to do that. 
And that's why we have all of this project management software on the market available to us um, because there are a lot better ways to do it than spreadsheets. Um, sure. So I think that's like the first obvious point. Yeah, I mean, you could use Microsoft Word to uh, to create a checklist, right? But but you're not going to you're probably not going to use it to manage a project. It's the same thing with a spreadsheet. Spreadsheets are really meant for uh, you know doing formulas, uh, doing accounting, if you will. Um, it, it just happens to be that they're kind of easy to use, and, and you can do a lot of uh, almost programmatic things with them. So so people tend to uh, extract extrapolate that in and use them for things that they probably shouldn't be used for, right? That, that they, they're trying to basically fit a square peg in a round hole, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like email. Like you can make this argument probably about any piece of software, but you know, I've heard it before too. Well, you know, how do you manage your work now? How do you communicate with your team? How do you do all this stuff? Oh, we do everything in email, right? And it's kind of like, whoa, mm -hmm. you do everything in email? Um, sure. and, and that probably happens today and certainly happened 10, 15 years ago quite a bit. And the, the complaints start happening. Well, you know, it's really hard to track down conversations. And then when a thread gets really long, it's hard to understand where you're at, right? So, and again, Gmail is not, or Gmail, email is not meant to manage project, right? So you immediately start to run into these problems. That's like, wow, it's hard to follow the conversations. And we have multiple projects going on. Well, yeah, you're going to struggle because it was not designed to do that. Um, and the same thing for spreadsheets. Sure. Cool. Yeah. So I, I think the other another downside is that spreadsheets are not designed to manage complex workflows, right? So so again, you you might start off, uh, and, and this might be awesome, right? And this might be awesome to plan out what the workflow should be, right? Because it's easy to to quickly manipulate like data and move it around. But but once you actually settle into a workflow, uh, especially a more complicated workflow, actually executing that within uh, within a spreadsheet is is hard it's hard to do and it's hard to do consistently right um you don't have any sort of uh means for um uh limiting what like the workflow or or um or, or automatically doing things to to uh, assist the workflow uh it's really the spreadsheet's really not not good at that sort of stuff that you do find in project management softwares yeah and even like complex workflows in a way that you know, a task might move from place to place. Like, so even this example, you know, they had spreadsheets set up for every customer, right? And, you know, imagine us trying to do our product management workflow that way. We'd probably, we have four boards right now, right? Involved in our process and our flow. You know, we'd probably have a spreadsheet for everyone and we're moving tasks from, from sheet to sheet. And that's like a copy and paste, a move, whatever is going on there. Um, and it's really, again, just not to design, not designed to kind of manage something moving from multiple sheets of, uh, inside the ecosystem of spreadsheets, um, where something like a Rindle or something that's, you know, PM design is, is much more adequate to do. Kind of going a little further on, like uh, the, the previous statement of you, you might save time up front, um, but in the long run, you're, you're going to, uh, definitely end up spending more time actually not managing the project or, or managing the work, but instead managing the spreadsheets. Um, you're gonna be constantly doing data manipulation or uh, moving data to, to various things. Uh, like this particular customer that, that we were talking to, like they constantly have to update this overarching spreadsheet that, that tells them like statuses, like a, a true project management software should have some sort of report um, which would give you probably similar information to that. Um, 
or, or they might not need it, need it at all in that software because it might just be easier to, to view multiple multiple boards and or multiple projects in the same location. Yeah, I think this is probably one of the bigger takeaways from this conversation because you know hindsight is twenty twenty, and you know a lot of the reasoning as to making a decision to use spreadsheets was oh ease of use everybody knows it it's there's less barrier to entry all of these things, and the main complaints now looking at uh, for a solution to to improve their productivity are yeah we're just wasting tons of time in the spreadsheets we're we're constantly in there updating stuff updating things in multiple places all these things are happening, mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, I think that's the biggest lesson because something, especially like this, looks really easy to get going um, in the beginning, uh, but in the long run, for sure, you know, you're going to get yourself kind of in a tangled web where sure. it's like, wow, you know, we've already invested all this time to get these spreadsheets built and flowing. And now we're in this mess of like, everybody's just spending most of their time just updating the spreadsheets or tracking information down, whatever, whatever it is that might be going on. Um, and in the long run, it just doesn't make sense in that way. It's also, I mean, it's also a hack at the end of the day, right? Like, uh, and, and you're going to ultimately, there, there's going to be some sort of learning curve with whatever software that you end up picking in the long run. And, and you're basically just doubling that at this point, right? Because you're, you're creating your own like special way of doing things. And then you're still going to ultimately probably switch over to a project management software and then have to learn that project management software. So, so yeah, you want to kind of just cut that out. Yeah, I think hack, looking at it as a hack is a great way to look at it because, you know, hey, if you're in a pinch and you're you're trying to get things organized or some central place for people to collaborate around and you're looking to make a move or, or looking to acquire some software package, it very well might be a great stopgap, right? Oh, sure. Um, and it's a great hack that you can be like, hey, for now, you know, let's throw something in a spreadsheet. At least we'll be able to at least I'll see it. Um, and, you know, when we move, we'll move onto whatever platform. Um, I think the trouble becomes when, that move doesn't happen or now you're a year down the line and you have all of these spreadsheets kind of tangled together and, and you're in this mess. So I think it's, like you said, it's, it's a hack. You certainly leverage that hack if you want. Um, but if to look at it that way, I think it's smart. Like it's a temporary kind of hacky thing that you wouldn't want to, you know, implement in the long run. Cool. And since there, there's this tangled web of, of things, uh, of spreadsheets, uh, different spreadsheets that are disconnected, that are, you know, aggregating data, like, but manually aggregating them for the most part, um, your, your, the potential for your data to not be accurate is, is pretty high, uh, especially in the example that you just gave. Yeah, I think, you know, I always say, the second you use something like a spreadsheet, the second that you put data in two different places or whatever it might be. And it may not even be that. It could be even just updating things and somebody forgetting to do something or whatever it might be. Usually those are pretty much out of date almost instantly. <laughs> you know, it's really crazy because it's just not designed to kind of handle that kind of collaboration and updating and constant kind of, you know, piece of data being added and granular pieces of data being added by multiple people and shared and all this stuff. So like it's almost out of date, almost the second you start to use it. Um, and when you, when you basically get into the ma manual manipulation of things across multiple team members, across a larger amount of time, um, that basically equals drop off, that, that you are gonna create points in your workflow where things are gonna fall through the cracks, whether it's communication, that somebody needs to do something in the next step of the workflow, 
or it's missing data because somebody didn't update the spreadsheet or it's missing data because they forgot to update it in three parts of the spreadsheets, right? Um, all of these situations just cascade. And before you know it, there's this huge issue. Sure. I, actually, uh, at previous company, which I worked for, um, they actually used spreadsheets uh, in order to uh, fill a need for a content management system in order to update a product that they were using, um, which then they ended up building additional uh, spreadsheets in order to keep track of various things in order to ensure that things didn't fall through the cracks when things were getting updated. So you're, you're basically just like building on to this infrastructure that is already kind of uh, poorly laid out. And, and then on top of that, they just were running into overall just issues with this the spreadsheets and in, in the size of them at a at a at a point because like spreadsheets can only take you so far especially google sheets um you'll eventually run into these these issues that uh no matter how how clever the the process is or, or clever the the uh design of the spreadsheet is like it's going to start to fail it's going to start to break down yeah i think you know, just manual process with any situation, you know, gets into these drop off, uh, like you're saying, you know, building additional processes to, to avoid the drop off, right? And you're building manual processes on top of manual processes. Mm -hmm. Like anytime you have manual processes, whether they're stacked 10x or there's a single manual process, there's that human error element, there's that drop off risk. Um, so I think that's a good point that like you start when you have something that's broken already a little bit, like, oh, that's a little manual, it's a little annoying, but we can do it then you start plugging it with other processes like, okay, but yeah, to fix that, we'll just do this, this, and this. And, you know, Joe will remember to do that and talk to Susie about this and that will solve that problem. Right now you have another working process that has human error and drop off, you know, possibilities. So it just really like, again, like cascades, you know, like uncontrollably depending on kind of what you have going on. I think it's pretty funny that, uh, that people actually, to try to use spreadsheets for, for something like project management, because I think that there are not only great tools out there, but tools that will um, increase your productivity, right? You're, you're wasting so much time now uh, if you're using spreadsheets, but why not not only get that time back, but uh, improve productivity for the future? Yeah, there's definitely an abundant of, you know, PM and workflow applications, just like Rindle, you know, on the market that are really designed to handle these issues. Um, you know, various solutions, various reasonings and problems are solving and all of those good things. But th they're really, I, I think I agree, you know, with the availability of what's out there, uh, where we are today um, in business, I, I feel like there's really no excuse. Uh, mm -hmm. Even if you put a very simple, minimal solution in place, because uh, you're not quite sure what you need or want, you know, it's probably better than going down the spreadsheet route for the, all the reasons we talked about today. Um, because it's just going to have those inherent like collaboration and, you know, multiple data points being updated. All these things that are happening will just inherently be better. Definitely. Uh, especially when you add in automation, one of our uh, favorite topics, we, we talked about automation in episode 12. Uh, we'll probably be talking about it in, in future episodes as well. Uh, but, but that's something that, you know, you, you really, uh, can't do at least you can't do it easily in in something like um, Google Sheets or, or a spreadsheet just in general. Like in Google Sheets, if you wanted to end up doing some sort of automation, you're actually going to have to 
program it, right? You're going to have to build like some sort of add-on or uh, some sort of complicated scripting in order to get that working, which at that point, <laughs> you're better off just, um, I don't know, building your own productivity software at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can also use, you know, like something like Zapier. Sure. It does integrate with Google Sheets, you know, and, you know, I think you probably end up creating a, a lot of rules potentially to kind of get what you want accomplished. Um, but that's again something that everybody doesn't have access to everybody's not seeing how those things are flowing so it's a little harder to use something like that but you could probably do some of it there um but yeah i mean i think automation is one of our favorite topics and even like going back to the manual process we we're talking about the drop-off you know something like automation actually helps solve that problem so you know even if you put a techno piece of technology or piece of software in place that that is pm focused or is going to help you manage your tasks and all that stuff you know, you still sometimes have that potential for drop off, depending on how you're communicating your process, what your process is. So something like automations, which, you know, Rindle is big on, we kind of built our platform around it for that reason. But, you know, it really helps you kind of fill those holes. And again, let people focus on the task at hand and not focus so much on the process. And you don't have as much drop off or kind of these issues that happen. We, we've discussed this, in, you know, in, in episode 12 and even in some other episodes that we touched on this thing. Um, so, yeah, so it's definitely uh, something that can help, you know, increase productivity in that way and kind of solve those problems specifically designed for that. So the other point, um, and it really goes back to this demo because we talked about that priority sheet and they were copy and pasting these tasks right from the the client sheets up to the priority sheet and um in something like rindle we have mirrors and i did point out that mirrors would be a perfect solution to actually create this priority board um and leverage automations to basically leverage tag as a trigger so you could say every time a task no matter where it is you know is tagged with priority um you know basically create a mirror on this priority board of that task so this way by just the person, the manager who had to decide what the priorities were, they had to do that anyway, right? They can literally go through the dashboard tool in Rindle, right? Look at all the tasks across, you know, all the boards, whatever, mark things down as priority by tagging them. And then the automation will trigger the mirror onto the priority board. And because it's a mirror, you're not copying any of the data, right? So sure. the, the issue they had with, you know, copying rows and pasting it in a priority board, and then they get disconnected. That doesn't happen. So not only they don't have to copy it, um, but it does show on a priority board now, and it actually is a, a mirror of it. So when they update data from the priority board, it updates on the client board. When they mark it complete, it, it gets marked complete in both places. When they change the due date, it gets uh, the due date is added in both places. When a comment's added, it's added in both places or a subtask, like it, right. which is just awesome. It, and it's not actually adding it in both places. You're actually just looking at the same same task in both yeah. places. And then, and then to further that point, you know, this person also asked, well, okay, that's great that it mirrors and everything, but then I still have two boards with data on it. Well, that's where, again, automations come in because you can set up a rule that says on a priority board, hey, when a task is marked complete, it could have been marked complete from the client board, right? Um, just move it to the done list automatically. So this actually, by leveraging automations, you know, that person now avoids those extra steps of being like, well, I marked a complete in the client board. Oh, remember to go to priority board and move it to done because I want to make sure they see not only is it complete, but actually move it along the process, right? Mm -hmm. So you can actually have automations trigger based on the different things. Same thing with priority board. If you mark it complete on priority, you know, move it to done, but also move the mirror on the uh, client board also move that to done. So you're actually moving things across different workflows at the same time with the same click. 
Um, so again, just saving that data entry, that multiple, the multi-point manipulation in the long run um, by using something like Mirror. So um, it was really great to kind of have that conversation because, you know, <laughs> the whole point of us building, like I said, these automations and mirrors was to avoid these problems and to be able to apply it to their exact use case was was really cool. So uh, it really was helpful to the problem at hand and, and did solve the, and, and ultimately was a solution. Yeah, and I, I know we're talking about Rindle a lot and, and uh, mirrors specifically, but uh, we should probably actually have an episode about why we actually uh, developed mirrors and, and the, the, the fact that we kept hearing from people and having this in our own uh, project management type careers, right? Where double data entry happens all the time and things get disconnected and we wanted to solve that problem. And, and that's what mirrors were created to do. Yeah, it actually would be probably fun to do an episode on, yeah, like I said, like why we did, why we created mirrors, our past experience and, and the use cases for mirrors, because I think people do want, you know, we know, we know they do want to see data in different places for various reasons, you know, um, there's, t there's lots of use cases around mirrors. Um, and a lot of systems just still don't make that easy. Um, so yeah, I think it would be really interesting to talk about like, you know, how we use them, of course, like why we created um, more use cases of them. Um, because I do think that this problem happens often. And I think a lot of people just like, oh yeah, I'll just copy and paste and manually update it. Right. And we don't think of it and then it causes problems and, and we kind of just deal with it, but we could really enhance a workflow with those kind of things. Sure. Or, or the infamous, you just end up updating two spots and then eventually oh. one of those spots, you just kind of, it falls off and it's just like, you empty. should, if anybody's, if anybody's updating data in two spots, make it stop. <laughs> yes. Make it stop. Well, it's only um, a matter of time until it does just stop on its own. Like I don't know anyone <laughs> that ever really continues to do that for longer than, you know. Yeah. Whatever the solution might be, um, <laughs> you know, make it stop because it's really just, it's so wasteful. Sure. Um, and you know, there, there, there are probably a lot of ways you can figure out how to solve that problem, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's hop into some tips for taking action. Cool, I, you know, if you're going to use spreadsheets, which sometimes that's the choice for various reasons. Um, we talked about some of the upsides, even though in the long run, they may be downsides. Um, try to keep it simple. You know, if, if you're trying to build a complex workflow or, or complex project management setup out of the gates, you're probably gonna find it very difficult to begin with. Um, but if it is, uh, you know, like we talked about a stopgap or something you're just temporarily doing, just keep it as simple as possible. Uh, don't invest too much time into making it too complex and, and making all these things try to talk to each, other, to each other and all this stuff. Like just try to, you know, keep it super simple so your team can, you know, basically plug that hole, collaborate, solve that problem for the short term, and then focus on getting whatever, you know, platform or whatever you're looking at in-house. In and I think that that's a good way to know that you actually need to probably use some sort of platform is is when you are trying to do like some sort of hack um like hey i i need to uh get some values off of these random spreadsheets over here on this other spreadsheet like automatically like there's probably something wrong right you're probably trying to do too much with spreadsheets at that point yeah and making that investment into that ultimate solution right that is going to make you more efficient whatever that solution might be is really ultimately where you're headed most likely. Um, unless you're, you know, you have this simple workflow that, or this simple like task list or something that is just always gonna be that simple, which is great. Um, sure. But most times we find that, you know, we see 
things get more complicated, not less complicated. Um, as you get more clients, as you get different projects, whatever the scenario might be, you build new features, right? Um, things just inherently kind of get a little more complex. So you eventually reach the end of that. So the investment into a, an application that can actually handle projects and workflows is probably the smartest thing you could do. And, and you start thinking of that as soon as possible. Yeah, and there's there's always going to be this uh, learning curve to anything and, and this time investment uh, in switching to a piece of software or trying out a piece of software and then choosing to switch to it. But I, I think you want to do that early, especially before uh, things start to get out of control, right? Because it's going to be really difficult if you're trying to manage all this work and then you like and you're growing and then you also are trying to like learn a new software and, and like kind of build your workflow around that new piece of software like uh, make it easy on yourself like just bite the bold and, and do it earlier rather than later definitely so the last point is keep spreadsheet use to its strengths so you know spreadsheets do have a purpose do have a use uh, not so much for project management um, but for budgets for graphs and charts uh, storing and sorting data there are like tons of great use cases around around that set of things um, we use them in-house for a bunch of things um, we use them a lot for just brainstorming so if we're like for example, talking about pricing, um, we'll hop in a spreadsheet real quick. It lets us do calculations really quick and add things up and all those things. Um, it's collaborative uh, and it's something we're probably gonna brainstorm and kind of eventually move on from. Um, so it, it's great for, for those kind of things. Yeah, we, we also uh, very often will take like uh, data dumps um, from like reports that I run like through, uh, through MySQL and actually just drop it right into a spreadsheet and then manipulate it there because it's just, easier for us to collaborate and, and both use it um, and, and do whatever we need to do from there. Another example of how we use it, um, we're doing some pricing research actually right now, you know, looking at competitors, look at how different products price their, their solutions. Um, and we're using a spreadsheet to basically create that matrix and that grid. Um, so we can capture that data, you know, basically uh, house it somewhere and then have it as a reference point for conversations and for other content creation. So, you know, it's, it's great just for that kind of data storage and manipulation. If you need, like Tom said, to sort a bunch of data uh, or do any kind of calculations, it's like perfect. Well, I think that about wraps us up for the day. If you have a question for us, you can call into our voicemail number at 860-577-2293, or you can email it to us at workflow at rindle.com. Our theme music is an excerpt from Thunder Rock by Magic Studio, used under Creative Commons. Subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for Workflow and visit rindle.com slash workflow dash podcast for a full transcript of each episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.